Welcome to another Work and Play podcast episode. It is Friday and we have a live episode. I'm really enjoying these live conversations because one, I get to have a conversation here on Instagram and Facebook, YouTube and LinkedIn all at one time. And so as your comments come in, I get a chance to just talk back with you. So that's the beauty of this, this platform. I'm getting used to it. It's something new. But welcome, welcome in. Thank y'all for watching another episode of the Work and Play podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, or LinkedIn or Facebook, drop a comment, like, or, or just go ahead and share it to somebody, whether you're watching this on a replay or live, because this is a conversation I think we all need to have. I've been having a lot of profound conversations and I want to bring them all to you in a succinct manner because I can literally throw all the topics at you at once. But today uh, we're titled this conversation, What's the Cost of Freedom? And I realize it's important for us to level set expectations because if we're on this journey, of becoming entrepreneurs, right? First of all, we talked about last week, why are we doing that? What is our decision like tied to about leaving corporate America? Is it quitting because we want to fire our boss or is it leaving to do something bigger and better with your life? All of these options really require you to just sit down and think, right? But let's say you decide, listen, out of all of the things that we could all want in our lives, we all want freedom, we all want impact, and we all want income growth. What is the most important to you, right? For different phases in your life, different things are going to be top of mind for you. But if you're thinking right now, all I need is freedom. All I need to do is get my time back so I can do what it is that I want to do. I can make the money that I want to make and I can have the impact that I want to have. Then let's stick to the conversation. Let's have a conversation about freedom and what it is that it takes for you to actually get that freedom that you desire. So the conversation here is tailored around getting back your freedom. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday, just around like, what does it take to be successful in both co corporate and entrepreneur? So we'll start here. When I was in corporate America, I really, <laughs> it's hard for me to chew on these words because I would say what really made me successful as a corporate and pro uh, professional is because I was able to be liked. And I think that that's the game of working in any organization, working in any structured organization where uh, politics are played because you have to be able to understand who are the key players? What does it take for them to like you? How do you schmooze people? How do you show up in the rooms? Because you know you just have to be seen um, for like any type of credibility um, or reputation versus just getting results. Now, I'm not saying getting results aren't important in corporate America, but I will say by and large networking and making sure you're seen uh, it's very, very important. Most of the jobs that I've ever gotten in corporate America are because I networked. I had conversations with people. I let them know what my interests were. And many a times, the um, the by the time you get to the interview, it's typically a formality. So if you've ever been in a situation where you got a job before you actually had the interview, drop it in the chat because I know I'm not the only one. When you know that, okay, you've contacted the right person, you know who the talent managers are, you know who might be the person who um, offers the job, right? And then your resume speaks specifically to that role. You circumvent some of the process that's created, which are just literally formalities so they can sometimes get candidates off the street and you go straight to the job. That's the interview process. Did y'all know that? Did you guys know that about 70% of the available roles aren't actually posted on job sites? Which means what is that? 70% of the jobs that are actually acquired are either gotten through uh, word of mouth recommendation, right? Or are like already like internal um, 
promotions, right? So even though they opened a role, they already had someone suit spotted for that position. Did you guys know that? That happens all the time. So in order for you to get your foot in the door, you already have to be a part of the conversation. So it takes a certain level of savvy to navigate that type of culture if you want to be successful in corporate. So let's take it over to the opposite side. When you come into entrepreneurship, yes, being liked is, is important, right? People don't want you in the room if they can't feel the vibes. But what you really need to shift your mindset to is, am I delivering results? So if you're in a space where you actually prefer just being graded by your work, your performance is based on what you put out, then you may be best suited for entrepreneurship. Because if you are able to uh, produce output consistently on a consistent basis, that's all your clients care about. Yes, your clients want to like you. Your clients want to vibe with you. But if you have a done-for-you service, then they don't necessarily care. Right? I had a conversation with my therapist. And I told her that, you know, against like the general uh, advice, which is like, find a therapist you like, find a therapist that makes you feel comfortable, someone who makes you feel at home, like you guys are girlfriends, and you guys can have a conversation. I wasn't looking for that. I was looking for someone who was able to push me and challenge me on thoughts. When I said, when I came into a conversation and said, I feel like I'm better for her to say, no, nope, we have talked about these patterns and we've identified patterns in you that we still want to work on. This is a challenging conversation. And at times I did not like my therapist, but she was effective. Are you getting what I'm saying? So because I was getting the result that I desired out of our relationship, I continue moving forward because I'm getting the result that I need as a person. That is what entrepreneurship is like. Many times people will want to be around you, but after a while, if they're not seeing results, your community is going to die down. People are not going to want to continue to patronize your business. Your services will not be shared, right? And if your, share, if your services are based on referrals or testimonials, then if you don't have the testimonials, if you don't have the word of mouth contact for people to say like this person delivers, then your business is going to suffer. So just to reset, if you're that person who doesn't really want to schmooze up to like leadership and have these conversations, just to be in the room that you don't necessarily feel is moving the needle and you feel like you're more suited for like, hey, let me do the work, let me produce results and let me get paid based on those results, then you can consider yourself on the journey of being in entrepreneurship. Now, what are the challenges that come, come, up, come about when you have this mindset? So you know you want to move into entrepreneurship and you're like, okay, I'm a results-oriented person. You've already started your business and you start to have friction. Friction can be conflict. Friction can be your energy just shifting because let's be clear, if you have a business outside of your job, yes, you can manage both. But we only have, let's say if we have a pie of energy, we only have 100%, right? We only have 24 hours of the day. So whether you're spending most of your time in your um, corporate job, if you're spending more or if you're spending more, most of your time in, our, in your business, whatever you focus on is going to grow, right? So if you spend 30% on your actual job and you're doing it to just maintain the role and 70% of your job, your life is dedicated to growing your business, don't be surprised. I'm saying this again, don't be surprised when you don't see like that same growth happening in your company. But this is when we have to set, be very clear and set clear intentions on why are we allocating this particular energy to the endeavor. If you know that entrepreneurship is your goal, 
then when you find that you're not getting the results in corporate America, don't allow that to create unnecessary anxiety for you because that's not the goal anyway. This is the biggest issue for us when we're making that transition. When we have one foot in, one foot out, we still want to be great at, at the corporate job and we still want to be great in our business. We want to show up. We want to make it look like we're a dedicated employee and we want to look like, hey, our business is growing on the outside, but we can't. you can't maintain both in all cases. It's okay to let go of one. So I'll give you a, a practical example. We're talking about um, the difference between being liked and being in the room versus getting results. So let's say this is a hypothetical situation. So let's say you decide to start navigating your attention towards your main business, right? And in that, you're, so what, you, what you're typically used to doing is going extra hard with the extra emails to the VPs, to like networking events, doing all these things. You're used to going extra, the extra mile, but you start to stop doing that, right? which means leadership is noticing you're not in the room as much as you used to. And they may or may not be forming a decision that you don't want to be here. So that initially triggers a, a mindset to say like, oh my God, I don't want them to fire me. Oh my God, I don't want them to think that like, I don't want to be here. Oh, I don't want them to think that I don't want this job. We initially think that because we are wired to think that having the job is the main goal. Right. But my job is to remind you that you decided to get on this journey for a reason. It might be hard. It might be scary to let go of this ledge of having the nine to five. But you decided to move into a direction where both feet are going to be off that ledge in no time. So the only thing that that holding on to that old job is going to do is going to make you hesitate. And it's going to make making that transition even harder because now it's no you're not you're not focusing on the main thing. Let go of your fear of letting go of, of, that, of that nine to five. Let go of your fear of letting go of that stability because now you're in a direction of creating stability in a whole new place. But this is, this is what happens when you don't recognize both realities are true. Right now you're operating in the reality that being, not, being liked and being um, accepted in the workplace and doing all of the networking things and making sure that you show up in, in your nine to five, right now you're trained to think that's what success looks like. That reality exists. If you want to stay in that reality, that is totally fine. But if you decide to live in this new reality, you have to learn a new way of being, a new way of thinking, right? A new way of focusing on results. And not allowing time to pass by simply because you're liked in the office space. You now have to own up to what it is that you can deliver, right? I used to think entrepreneurship was stupid before I became an entrepreneur. Because I'm like, first of all, why do you want to eat what you kill, right? And at times, all you have to do is tap the little, the little mouse pad. Am I telling on myself? Because if you tap the mouse pad, you stay, um, it stays available. And now you don't have to act like, like you're working super duper hard on the, on the computer. But what have you accomplished at the end of the day? You look back at the end of the day and you realize all I did was tap the mouse all day and I didn't even accomplish anything. So there came a time where, where I wasn't even an entrepreneur, but the fact that I wasn't getting results was just eating me up inside. And I didn't want to have a life where all I have to do is tap the mouse, stay alert, stay available and get paid. For me, that started to eat me up. So I was on the transition before I even knew that there were two worlds that existed. But I'm telling you now there are two worlds that exist. 
And even if it feels like you're failing in one, you are preparing yourself for the next journey ahead. The last thing I want to say, I want to talk honestly about the journey. When you decide freedom is actually what you want, and I liken this to many journeys of freedom that we're all familiar with, right? So if freedom is what you really want, what does it take to get there? Yeah, we might have to like journey through some mud. Yeah, we might have to journey through some, some back roads without a map. Yeah, we might have to be stealth, right? Maybe it might be a little bit more challenging before it gets easy. But don't let that stop you from getting to where you ultimately want to go. My job is to remind you what it looks like on the other side, right? Being able to wake up and own your time. Being able to work on projects that you want. Yeah, you might wake up and you might work at three o'clock in the morning, but you're up at three o'clock in the morning before you even realize what time it is. Can you like imagine what it feels like to be so engulfed? And by the way, if you guys are here and you're enjoying this conversation or if you have something to say, go ahead and add to the conversation. Because I know that when I found out what it felt like to work on a project till three o'clock in the morning and forget the, that time even existed, I was immediately opened up to what life would look like if I started working by results. To start doing things and delivering products and, and deliverables and services without being asked because I wanted to, because this is what the work that fed my soul. And so long as I was working on this, it could be a 24 hour day. I was fulfilled. Now, in the space where I was doing all that and I was making a salary, it didn't matter how hard I worked. I could work all day and night and still get the same check. But I decided, you know what? If I work this hard, if I'm going to decide to work harder than I do on this nine to five for, for a period of time, I can get more and better and more lucrative results. I think that might be worth the journey. I think it might be worth a sleepless night or two, right? But this is us deciding what our priorities are and what our values are. Remember, I asked you in the beginning of this conversation, when you think of impact growth, freedom, and impact, income growth, and freedom, which one is most important to you? Feel free to drop it in the chat. When you think of income growth, freedom, and impact, where you are in your life right now, what do you just have to have? What is it like? So let me give you an example. When I was still in corporate America, um, and by, mind you guys, I told you in the beginning, like being liked and, and having a good personality and having good energy is one of those things that just kind of carried me. So when it came time to have to do my job, because as, as things started to shift, my role started to change and I had to decide, like, do I actually want to be here? Subconsciously, I was like, I don't even want to I don't want to be here subconsciously. And it was showing in my work. So remember, when, when that is in your mind and you don't even want to be there, people can tell. So you might as well start to understand that if you are not in the space of, I want to be liked, I want to be liked, I want to make them like me, I want them to see me, I want them to talk about me when I'm, in the, when I'm not in the room, then you need to start realizing that if you're not going to play the be liked game, then you're going to play the results game. Okay? So I'm in a space where like, I don't, I don't want to be here. It's showing up in my work. And I ended up getting securing a role that paid me way more money, right? Well, was I happy? Y'all can probably guess. More money did not make me happy in that moment. You could have paid me twice as much to do the same job and I wasn't going to be happy. Because freedom, 
like you said, Kendra, freedom was number one, utmost important to me in that phase of my life. I needed to do whatever it took to get freedom. So I shifted my values. I shifted my values because at that point I thought money was the number one value for me. I thought income growth was most important, but I was on a trajectory where I could have gotten income growth easy, right? I could have gotten income growth easy, but if I wanted, if I didn't want to stay in that position, I was going to have to change my values and I shifted. I said, I need freedom. What does it take for me to get my freedom, right? Now, I took the less strategic route because I tell you guys all the time, I'm Ariel and I left corporate America without a plan. I did not have a plan, but I was willing to cut ties in order for me to get the freedom that I deserved, right? How was I going to get that freedom? How are you going to get that freedom for yourself, right? Now you can jump off the ledge and hit your head on all the bumps and bruises, right? Or you can create a, a plan where you got a little parachute. You can jump off of a safe ledge and then you can glide down to the bottom so that you're safe, right? And perhaps you don't end up at the bottom. Perhaps you end up at a level where you just have to work your way up. Because let me tell you this, this is the last thing when it comes to freedom. In order to get your freedom, you're going to have to go through a path. It's not going to be a straight line. OK, it's not going to be a straight line. It's going to be a journey. If you're going to go through a valley, you're going to go up a hill and then you're going to descend. But please know that at the at the next level, you have another height. Right. So whether you decide to jump off and hit your head and figure it out on your own or you decide to put on a parachute, have a plan and make your exit so that you safely land on on solid ground. What does that cost to you? What are you willing to go through in order to get to the level of freedom that you desire? Right. I had to shift my values. I had to tell my I had to let myself know, tell myself money is not the most important to you right now. Freedom is most important to you right now. And I was willing to do whatever it took to get the freedom that I desired. So now that I'm in this phase in my life and I have the freedom that I need, it, it really costs a lot. It, it costs a lot of money for me to give up my freedom in order to do anything else. In order to do anything else. If I take it a step back before I, I realized freedom was important to me, I thought impact was most important to me. I was in a space where I had income and I didn't realize I wasn't free. So impact is what woke me up to decide what I wanted to get from my life. Somebody asked, what do you define as freedom? What is your definition of freedom? I'm going to put that question back on you. What is your definition of freedom? Because for me, it was controlling my time. Controlling when I woke up, controlling how I spent my day, controlling the type of work that I did, right? So maybe you're a generalist right now in communication, but maybe all you want to do is write copy for websites. Maybe all you want to do is help people sell products. So instead of going through all the chain of commands and going through approvals to get like little blurbs done for a banner ad, maybe all you want to do is focus on sales copy. So for me, it's the type of work that I have control over. It has, it's the time that I spend on those things. And it's my ability to say when I come and go. That's what freedom means to me. And it, takes a, it will take a lot for me to decide whether I'm going to give that up or not. I realize that in this phase of my life, that's what's most important. And I have it. So now I have to focus on what? Income growth, right? Income is now a value that has shifted back on the plate. I rather I rather be free and make uh, 45k than make 100k and be binded to having a supervisor. 
Thank you so much. I want I mean, I want to say Women's Basketball Network, but if you could drop your name, like I really resonate with that. I really res resonate with that. You have to understand your values for yourself. Once you identify how much does freedom cost to you, how much is it worth to you? What are you willing to sacrifice in order to get there? That's a real life conversation that we typically have behind the veil, right? We typically have behind the veil because you're going to have to sacrifice some things if freedom is what you put at your number one level, especially in this space in your life right now. So now that I have that space, it's like, okay, how do I get to the money? How do I focus on that? And then, like I told you, impact was really important. In 2017, that's what woke my heart up. But I realized I went after impact first. The first thing that I did when I quit my job is I worked at a, a, home, a, home, a shelter for homeless um, individuals. And I focused on impact for an entire year, right? And I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but I would go home. I would, I would um, not spend uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving at home because I was so focused on doing the work, right? And some people would call me and say, oh my God, you get to do like good, grateful work. But as I was doing it and I wasn't making any money, my value for impact started to shift. I started to realize I can't be happy doing this impact work if I'm not focusing on getting my life back because now I'm tied to this nine to five and I'm not making any money. So I don't have freedom and I don't have money and I have impact. That wasn't that wasn't right on my board. Now, some people, you don't need to make any money. You have to understand what your values are before you step to a coaching relationship, because I'm only going to help you get to what you want. Right. But once I realize, OK, I have impact, but I don't have income growth and I don't have freedom. We got to figure out how to shift things. And this is the this is the freedom that you allow yourself when you know that you're working towards your personal goals. When you know that you're working towards your purpose, you give yourself the time to say, OK, I'll put freedom. I'll put um, income up here. I work towards income really, really hard. And if that doesn't work, OK, I'll shift. But don't be afraid to do something because, oh, I'm not going to make any money. So I'm not going to go work at a homeless shelter because I'm going to be broke. For some people, that's how you find out impact is your number one thing. And that's all you need to be happy. You got to give yourself that space and time to grow into that, that space for you to know what, what's it most important to you. And once you, once you try on that shoe, you say, okay, this isn't the shoe that's the best, that's the best fit for me. The climb up levels, what is that? The climb up levels um, out as you go higher. That's why I rather focus on the destination than the journey. Thank you. Daniel. Yes. Thank you, Daniel. I'm tapping into, I'm tapping in from Women's Basketball Podcast. Hey, I got to tap in with you then. In that case, I'm definitely always interested in tapping in with other podcasters. And that's another thing. All right, I'm going to say this and then I go. But when, when it comes to freedom, as I've been into this podcast game, I've, I, the reason that I started the podcast was that so more people can understand what it is that I do as a coach, which is help people leave corporate America and transition into entrepreneurship. But it's bigger than that. It's much bigger than that because the journey, y'all know, we don't want to talk about the process. We don't want to talk about the work that it takes for you to do that. But there's so many steps in the process before I can just say, you're, you're now an entrepreneur, right? But the journey is the reason that I started this podcast. But what I realized is when I went into the podcasting space, podcasting was more of a hobby for some folks, right? So creativity, expressing creativity and impact. Is, is high on some podcasters list, even if they aren't making any money, even if they aren't actually getting business results, as long as they put out an episode once a week, then it's like, ah, uh. but remember, 
This is the last thing. And I'm going to finish up here because this is where we started. Being liked and giving results. These are two different worlds. Being liked and giving results is two different worlds, right? You spent a long time working in this, this political space where just being liked and showing up is what gets you the promotion, whether you do the job well or not. You spent a lot of time in the space. But I decided podcasting is not just me putting out episodes. Like I'm not in the space of just putting out information, just putting out stuff. I'm in the space. I'm in the space of results. So if you're not getting results and I wouldn't be getting paid for the doing for doing the work that I do on the podcast, that would be an indicator. OK, podcasting is not it's not where I give impact. It's not where I get results. Right. Podcasting is fun. What was that? Uh-huh. Agreed. If it's fun, I'm enjoying it, and I'll reach out to you. Absolutely, let's do it. So you got to know why it is that you're doing those things. I want you to take this time right now and evaluate. If you've never been asked these questions, ask yourself: Is freedom, is income growth, or is impact most important to me? And once you decide what your number one priority is, I don't want you to stop until you get it. And when you get it, I want you to evaluate yourself. Are you happy? You might have income growth right now, but are you happy? You might be impacting folks right now, but are you happy? Because if you're not happy, you're not going to stay at that level long enough. You're not going to stay at that level so that you can actually persist in that. You're going to do something to sabotage whatever that success looks like there because that's not your number one value. Same thing happened for me. I was making income growth, but I wasn't happy. I didn't have the freedom. So you know what I did? I left. I left. For someone whose number one goal is income growth, they're like, you left money on the table. Yeah, because I wasn't where I wanted to be. Because I didn't see another way for me to have what I needed and shift at the same time. I didn't know how I could do that. And because I didn't know how I can do that, I sacrificed a lot and I I played in different realms and I learned a lot about myself. I now know that I've I've played in the freedom bucket, I've played in the income growth bucket, and I've played in the impact growth bucket. And I now know what's most important to me and I know what my hierarchy is. Do you know what your hierarchy is? Do you know what you're working towards? Because once you know what you're, you're working towards, You know exactly what it costs for you to get what you want, which is freedom or impact or income growth. But you now know what you're willing to sacrifice in order to get it. Mexico play play or play play. Income income growth is number one on your list. Then are you where you want to be in order to get that income growth? Or are you kicking the can, pressing the the mouse button to stay um, active and you're not going after it? If you're not going after it, then maybe income growth is not important to you. But if you are going after it, but you're trying to hold on to impact and you're trying to hold on to, to freedom and stuff, if money is where if money is what's most important to you, you need to be doing the things that's going to get you money. Okay? But sometimes when you don't know where your values lie, it's hard for you to figure out what do I do with my time? How do I what's my what's most valuable for me to maximize my time? And we play in all buckets because everything makes sense, right? We can have this conversation all day, but I will tell you this. When you think about 
the different worlds that you live in right now, just know that there are two realities that exist. The reality that you exist in right now, you know it well, but there's so much that you don't know on the other side that's going to get you where you want to go. And instead of figuring it out on your own and jumping off the cliff and hitting your head and bumping and scrapping your, scraping your back, right? When you have someone right in front of you who knows exactly what that path and that journey looks like and has exactly what it is that you want, then why would you waste time figuring out the hard way the same thing that I already did? That is how I realized what I'm here for, right? So if that's something that you're interested in, you know what your hierarchy is, you've done your reflection, then take your time, right? Decide where you want to go and pursue it hard. Pursue it hard. I appreciate you guys being here. I'm always available. So if you want to continue this conversation, if you want to evaluate the journey from corporate to entrepreneurship and decide that I might be the person to help you get there, then all you have to do is click the link in the description or the bio on Instagram to start to work with me and see if we'd be a good fit to work together. This is a journey, but the dream does exist and we can work towards it together. You just have to be willing to do the work. All right. So until next time, I'm going to catch you guys later. Everybody, my folks on YouTube, Instagram, sorry, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. If you guys like this episode, go ahead and press the like button. This is what makes the channel better. And you can drop a comment below of what things you want to talk about more so we can have better discussions like these. Until next time, I'm going to see you guys later. You guys, peace out. Enjoy your Friday.